Heather, good morning. Jason, good morning. How are you? I am doing well. It is a beautiful day in the Pacific Northwest where I reign, reign, live. Rain. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going with it. I'm ruling. Uh, and uh, the Huskies won oh. uh, the Pac-12 championship. So there's so many wins. I have my yeah. cup. I'm very happy. That I like. I cried last night, and I realized why it was that I cried when they won, and it was because uh, the last time they beat Oregon this season was the same day as Caitlin's memorial and i just remember like how emotional i felt that day on top of like uw winning and then it all just flooded back or came back to me last night and i lost it and i just was like you know what this would have been like this is good football (laughs) like a good game um yeah and i think caitlin would have really enjoyed it and loved it so well so yeah. yeah I did not get to watch the game. So I only Ugh. saw as I came home from my uh, event that I was at, um, I got a text message from ESPN. Yeah. Win. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I don't have to watch the game. But yeah. You, sh- you should. I didn't record Actually, it, so I'd have to go find oh, it. So. Just go find highlights because there were a lot of really frustrating parts of the game, but um as it as a Huskies fan, <laughs> but well, uh, that was, is football. Good. Yeah. So so much football is just being mad at the people playing the game and the officials. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you all so uh, like Thursday night? Yeah, that was awful. The Seahawks Cowboys game. Good night. Yeah. That was awful. There is awful. no penalty on the play. Probably <laughs> four or five times. There is no penalty yeah. on the play. Like what? Then yeah. what are you here for? Go home. Exactly. Go home, officials. <laughs> so, Heather, uh, today, uh, did I ask you how you're doing? <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. You probably didn't. It's okay. How, how are you doing? I'm used to it, Jason. <laughs> 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 um, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm getting over being sick. And so uh, just, you know, doing my best with, with the voice that I have right now. Um, but, yeah, it's been a pretty chill day here which I don't mind. Um, good. Yeah. It's a good Is time. soccer over then? Yes. Yeah. Until I think we have to, at some point sign our kids up this month for a season that starts in March. So yeah. I mean, practice and stuff will start in February, but their games start in March. So, and we get to play on like, I don't know if you've seen uh, like my, my, stories or anything but our fields are on like real grass except here it's bermuda grass which goes dormant basically from like november through april so it looks like they're playing on straw um it is the absolute worst it is disgusting a super fun time it's not but yeah (laughs) speaking of snot is it uh an allergen (laughs) for you like having all that like dormant grass and I, uh, it might be, yeah, I fun. like, I don't typically have like a bunch of allergy issues. Uh, honestly, I think the only thing that ever like bothered me when we lived in Washington was the stupid tree outside of mom and dad's house, like across the street that had like, it's cotton, the cottonwood, is that mm-hmm. a cottonwood tree? Oh my gosh. 
anytime that thing was like blowing around, I could not keep my eyes open. So yeah, yeah. cotton was. I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good for you. I pretty much die all of August. So, um, it's, it's terrible. Allergies are. Wow. Awful. I'm alive though. I make it. I get better. I got better. You, you do it. <laughs> Have you it's seen uh, Monty Python in the Search for Holy Grail? A long time ago. Okay. Just but a scratch. It's merely a flesh wound. Yeah. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> I got better. Uh. Heather, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> can we focus, please? I don't um, think we can. <laughs> all right. So to ne- today, this morning, uh, we are going to be talking about chapter seven, queer lodgings. Queer and, lodgings. Uh, would you regale our, our viewers and listeners with a summary, please? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to make this quick because I feel like I really just go through the whole book and say like all the things that happen. Um, So in chapter seven, just as a reminder, like they had just met the Eagles, um, the band and uh, take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They had just like met the Eagles and then the Eagles took them um to like where it was they wanted to go and they get to Boren's house Bjorn's house not Boren Bayorn. sorry Bjorn Bayorn yeah Bayorn whatever it's gonna be Bjorn for me um <laughs> they get to Bayorn's house and what? Bayorn nice. is a skin changer who yes. is apparently also a little testy and so Gandalf's yes. like hey go one by one maybe two by two every five minutes um, and Bomber, you're last. Bomber, you're last because you're you're a squat, portly <laughs> little man. Listen, fatty, you're last. Is basically what Gandalf totally was saying. Totally body shamed him, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I can't stand for that. Um, anyway, so they get to uh, Bayorn's house, and Bilbo was like, oh, but he's a furrier, and it, like Gandalf was like, no, 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 he is not. And I realized later it's because like. His animals are his children, and he's also an animal. Um, oh, <laughs> I'll say that in a minute. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, Gandalf and Bilbo end up going into Bayorn's house, and he like starts telling them a little story of how this all happened, and he's saying, you know, our other party and Bayorn is just like, oh, it's two people a party, and then people start coming in. And there's a funny bit about like, now I know that goblins can do math. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and so eventually everybody comes in and the last two that come in are built. Well, the last three that come in are by four and Bofer, by mm-hmm. Bofer. Um, and Bomber's right behind because he's like, I'm not waiting. Huff, huffing and puffing. Huffing and puffing his way in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Bayorn's like, all right, now there's 15 of you. Goblins can count. Get to the story. Um, And that was Gandalf's strategy to try to, like, you know, ease their way in and not just overwhelm or burden Bayorn with their presence. And it worked. Um, And Bayorn's like, I'll give you guys dinner. And it was animals that were serving them, like ponies, dogs, and sheep. Um, Like in Snow White. uh, Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. 
So, but okay. Don't, don't just keep moving. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so then like the dwarves try to tell Bayorn stories, but he's like, yeah, I'm sleepy and you guys should probably go to sleep too. Um, and tells them to stay inside. Uh, don't leave until the sun is up or your peril. Um, they all fell asleep. Bilbo hears something outside. The next day they're, he falls back asleep. The next day they're waited on by Bayorn's animals, but Bayorn is nowhere to be found. Uh, and then Gandalf is also gone, but they, they, he comes back and tells them where he's been all day following bear tracks back to the scene of the crime with the wargs and the goblins and Bayorn gets like info out of them that they're about to raid, <clears throat> excuse me, that they're about to raid, um, anybody like looking for the dwarves and, and Gandalf and all of them. Um, and Basically, that was like he went there to corroborate their story. And now he like trusts them even more because he's like, oh, this is legit. Uh, And he also was impressed that they had killed the Great Goblin because he was like, initially, I don't care much for dwarves. But now he's like, hey, you guys. Bravo, you did it. You killed the Um, Goblin King. Yeah, that's did I say? No, it's Great Goblin, but I mixed it up. Okay. Um, And what I thought was gross and funny was when they were like, well, what happened to the two that you talked about? He's like, hey, or that you talked to. Baron's like, come see. And he had like the goblin head and the wolf skin, um, you know, just his trophies outside. Um, And then uh, he said he would give each of them a pony. Uh, and Gandalf would get a horse and he would load them up with the food that they need and send them on their way. Uh, they had to go like a much further Northern route, um, that the goblins wouldn't have expected. They eventually reach Mirkwood and it's time to send back the ponies and Gandalf, uh, revealed that, that Bayorn had in fact been following them in his bear form, which, which Bilbo suspected because he saw a bear, but it doesn't say like, Hmm, I wonder if that's our friend. He just was like, Oh, a bear. Um, and that was to like guide and protect them, but also to make sure that they held up on their side of the, the bargain. Um, cause Bayorn is not someone you want as an enemy. Uh, and then Gandalf, they were like, well, what about you? Aren't you going to send your horse back? And he's like, no, nah, fam, I, I'm not going to send this back because I have deal or business to deal with in the South, which I'm already late for because of having to deal with you people, which are bothering with you people. <laughs> Uh, which made me laugh uh, and was basically just like, maybe we'll see each other again. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Um, And just reminds them to stay on the path. (laughs) And that's, that's a much faster. Yeah. Good job. Very good. Than normal. (laughs) Yeah. This, this chapter is tricky because uh, part of the challenge with summarizing this chapter is there's Gandalf summarizing the story. (laughs) So you did a good job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. My gosh. So last week I said that each chapter kind of has a weird new thing for, uh, for Tolkien's kids, Tolkien's kids as he's telling the story. And so the weird new thing is this skin changer thing. So not like a werebear, right? But (laughs) a skin changer. Yeah. So he was, uh, man, I can't remember their names. Like there was the sleepy bear. There was, the heart bear, rainbow yeah, bear. Uh, 
didn't didn't Ken have like uh the lion heart, uh, like tender I heart. I think is, it was, oh, it was you have tender the lion. Heart. Those were Care Bear cousins. And so that's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> Those were different okay. animals other than bears. Yeah. So I had this super pale pink one that had the rainbow yeah. on its tummy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are pretty dumb. Care Bear stare. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Heather, what did you think of this chapter? It's got weird stuff in it. And we've got this, it does this, this weirdo bear person. But... It does. Um, I like one of the things, uh, excuse me, that made me actually really laugh was when they got into just Gandalf and, and Bayorn got into, no, Gandalf and Bilbo got into Bayorn's house and Gandalf introduces himself and Bayorn's like, yeah, never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Do his face. Which, like, yeah. <laughs> Gandalf, huh? Never heard of that guy. Never heard uh, of him. Um, I am me. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you have. It's me. Um, but then brings up his cousin and Bayorn had heard of him and, you know, pretty decent for a wizard. And yeah, he's like, Radagast. all right. Rand- Rand- Radagast, Radagast, Radagast the Brown. So Why we've got, is he the brown? Well, that's just like, his color. We have Gandalf the Gray. The Gray. Okay. Radagast the Brown. And they're not cousins. Did it say cousins in here? Yeah. He said and brings up his cousin Rad Radagast. And Bayorn had heard of him. Oh yeah. It does say my good cousin. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean they're not I, they're I don't not think they're actually related. Cousins. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So there's it's all good. Gandalf the Grey, Saruman the White, Radagast the Brown, and then the two uh blue wizards that Evil. we don't know. We don't oh, know what blue. happened to them. They're blue. Um, anytime anything is described as the brown, I think of dad uh, telling me that the waste treatment plant on the way up to Marysville was a place where you could go fishing. And I was like, oh, cool. What kind of fish do you catch there? And he's like, oh, you know, boneless browns. <laughs> That's so <laughs> gross. Why would you... Why did you bring that up right now? <laughs> Anytime you hear the word brown, you think of that story? <laughs> How long ago was that? I heard it was, like in March or I something? Had to have been like, no. <laughs> I had to have been in high school when that happened. Maybe maybe college. That's, I don't know. We were funny. going up to the, the outlet mall. And um, yeah, it's just... That's funny. Anyway, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Okay. Yep. All right. That happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I do love uh, Bayorn's kind of dismissal yeah. of Gandalf. Uh, so not everybody knows who Gandalf is, right? Like he's not like he's very important in this story. But one of the things to remember is the world is not full of one story. And so <laughs> even like Bayorn is out here on his own, just doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he... Uh, he really has no reason to uh, know, know who, who this Gandalf is. Wizard is. Yeah. yeah. So I do like the question. way that he's described oh, as a as a skin changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gandalf says he is under no enchantment but his own. So part of the question is like, how did he become this way? That's what I was just going to ask. And <laughs> uh, it's not like somebody cursed him. He wasn't bit by a bear. 
a radioactive bear and turned into a bayorn. <laughs> and so it's like okay. one of those things where just like there's a magic situation happening, but it's not, he's not like under the sway of like the necromancer or anybody else that we've heard of that has some kind of magic powers. He just yeah. is. He just exists. Just so, weird. but like how, like, are there more skin changers in the world that have this ability to yeah. just in, enchant themselves or. I don't know. Uh, and Gandalf is like very uh, intent in the way he's talking about him. Like Bilbo is like, is he a furrier? And a furrier is somebody who like makes furs, right? Yeah. Like skins animals. Right. Uh, and Gandalf's like, no. Which I mean, later he did. <laughs> yeah, later. But that's but... <laughs> that's not like, uh, that's different. That's yeah. that's war. Um, right. So, yeah. So he is, Gandalf is like, he's a skin changer. So Gandalf has a category for this type of person. Right. Existing in the world. <laughs> but nobody else really... Uh, no one else does, but Gandalf again has been around for thousands of years and, uh, these people have not. Right. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, but I just and think, so, that's, I just think that's super interesting. He is under no enchantment, but his own. So I'm right. That. Yeah. Uh, they also said like some believe he's descended from bears other that he was from the mountains before dragons. Mm -hmm. I wrote before dragons ruined everything, <laughs> but that's yeah. And so like, he just, like you said, he just, he was, he, he was, was there. And he is. And is to come. Well, I don't know, but to come. Be beyond. Beyond. Uh, anyway. Um, so he lives like in the middle of the woods and it, well, did I he's read this? not actually in the woods. He's before okay. the woods. <laughs> okay. So I got a map. Perfect. So thank you. I at need the that. end of the book here, right? My mm -hmm. copy. This is these mountains. These are the mountains they came through. Mm -hmm. This is where the eagle is. This is where Bayorn's house is. This oh, is okay. Merkwood where they're going. And then the okay. Lonely Mountain is way over here. So. Okay. What are you looking so, at? So. I also have that map. Oh yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah, you do. Is that the end of the book or the beginning? <laughs> no beginning. beginning. Yeah. Um, so he said like they had to go up super North. Well, Gandalf was it. explaining that saying, cause he was like, Bilbo was like, can we go a different way? And Gandalf was saying, you can go way North, which will take too long. Or you can go way South, right. which is where the necromancer is. And you don't want to go that way either. Right. But like they had to take a different way that like the goblins wouldn't have expected. So is he saying that the goblins would have expected them to just like cut across from where like the goblin and the eagles are or like what uh, is the thought there? Yeah, maybe. Or to avoid Mirkwood because Mirkwood is mysterious. Scary place. There are dangers in Mirkwood. And so the goblins don't even want to go in there. Gotcha. So, so uh, then what is the path that they, that they're going to take through that? Because the they said like stay forest, on the path, the old forest road 
It is Old Forest Road, but that's, that's south of Bay yeah. Orange House. So it is south, but it's not all the way south around the mountain okay. woods. So, okay. Yeah. So they and they I see there's to, a few little like villages in the the forest as well. Yeah, you've got the woodmen in there. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the woodmen will not come into play. Uh, not really, but up in the north okay. of the, of the forest there, there's Elvin King's halls and there's a river that will come into play. And if you okay. can see in, in the map, there are these little spider webs and yeah. spiders. And that also will come into play. They are like Aragog. Uh, they're like Aragog, but again, Rowling. She stole it. Stole it from this. So, so in Lord of the Rings, uh, there are spiders and they're big. So it, there's a spider that we meet in the two towers named Shelob. And uh, in the Silmarillion, we learn about where Shelob and her siblings come from. Ungoliath. Uh, and so... <laughs> uh like, are you okay? Do you need to yeah, pop that up or what? No, I'm good. Okay. That's just the name. Uh, <laughs> and so these spiders are kind of part of that darkness of of uh, Ungoliath's uh, family. <laughs> so, okay. so I have to assume they're supposed to stay on the path and they do not. Yeah, that's next chapter though. Okay. Yeah, but I, yeah. Which I... As you're reading this chapter over and over again towards the end, it said, stay on the path, stay on the path, stay on yeah. the path, stay on the path. So that should tell, that should be enough foreshadowing to say, oh, they're not yeah, going to do that. They will not do that. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if we were supposed to stay on the path, but I don't think we're going to. Hey, what do you we'll guys think about and... not pathing? I think be, that's the right thing to do. <laughs> let's just kind of, let's be pathfinders. Let's do it. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so back to this chapter though. Um, we get a description of of Beorn that I think is important. He's a big, huge man is one of the things Gandalf mm-hmm. says. But then when Tolkien is describing it, uh, he standing near a huge man with a thick black beard and hair and great <laughs> bare arms and legs with knotted muscles. He was clothed in a tunic of wool down to his knees and was leaning on a large ax. The horses were standing by him with their noses at his shoulder. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, this is a, that's a tall big guy. dude. <laughs> Uh, and so it's not ponies by his shoulder. It's his horses, their noses by right. his shoulder. So this is a big guy. Uh, and yes, Gandalf is like, I'm Gandalf. Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> but I hate that. I laughed. Can I just tell you that? I hate myself just, for being like enchanted by this book. <laughs> like, just let it. I giggled. Happen. I know. I know. I just like, but I read that line and I was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Tolkien wins you over with the little weirdness of the story and inner interpersonal relations where it's like, that's odd. Uh, yeah. In, in Fellowship of the Ring, we meet the Sackville Bagginses. And for some reason, they're, Bilbo doesn't like them. And he thinks they, they want all this stuff and all this. And he's like, yeah, the whole, you then hate the Sackville Bagginses as well. <laughs> it's like, they're the worst Sackville Bagginses. I don't know anything about them. Um, so Gandalf starts telling the story, right? And that is one of the ways that he tricks Beorn into welcoming these people is because yeah. he wants to hear the rest of the story. And that's what Tolkien is doing to you right now. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that is that's so it's like a super meta thing so that meta. <laughs> that Tolkien is doing is he's like giving us all this information and he's telling us the story and then like more things come in like through the back doors like hey how many dwarves are going to be here how many spiders do i need to know about and right. Tolkien's like just, just <laughs> how many vampires this. do i need to care about <laughs> <laughs> like it's don't don't worry don't worry it's fine i'll get and it's like wait more elves the elves don't all like yeah. each other uh so yeah uh but then when oh, when thorin shows up uh and he introduces himself Bayor knows about Thorin's family. Yeah. So Thorin, son of Thrain, son of Thror. Uh, you know, so he knows like dwarf uh lineage and history. history. And he's on the other side of the mountain, on the other side of the woods, far from the mountain, but he knows about the goings on in the the larger goings on in the world. But not necessarily yeah. all the details of what's happening because he's just by himself with his animals. So how does he get those like rumblings to him then? Like, how is he supposed to know about all these things? Well, I wonder if animals talk, but he does talk to the animals. Right. But like, I'm just saying like animals that witness these things, like, yeah, maybe find him. And they're like, Bayorn, listen, (laughs) you know, squirrels are gossiping all the time. Oh my gosh. Always chittering away. (laughs) Just chitter, 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 chitter. Um, And, uh, but I also think he is, you know, he travel, he can travel a great distance, which we are, which is revealed here. And he's, he will, uh, go to alternative interrogation techniques to get his, the information he wants, right? Like the, the goblin head and the warg skin, I think those are, uh, the fruit of his alternative interrogation techniques. Yeah. You know? And so somehow like maybe after the dragon came, uh, when Smaug took out the place, the, the dwarves all went someplace. So maybe he talked to some dwarves then, or maybe uh, there were some goblins who were like, oh man, there's a dragon over there. Maybe we should stay away. And he's like, what are you guys doing in this area? And he's like, rah, 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 and he ate them. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what Bayorn sounds like? More like the rah, 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 or um, I think he talks very slowly because he's just mm, been by himself because he's for a big so man. long. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> so... Tell me more <laughs> about this story. How many dwarves are there? Who's on mm. first? Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So they they go to sleep and uh, and then Bayorn's gone and there's like growling all the stuff outside and then there's like Gandalf goes and is like what's what's going on? He disappears, but he's like yeah there was like some kind of bear meeting. <laughs> like I don't think I even realized that Gandalf like disappeared again. Like, well, it says they were like, we are, the dwarves are here and they're like, where's Gandalf? Let's just keep eating and hanging out in, in Bayorn's house. Yeah. <laughs> so Gandalf <laughs> comes later that day and he drinks like a ton of mead and eats yeah. a lot of bread with a lot of butter and honey and uh, mm, blows his smoke rings. Right. Uh, that was really great. This is a, this is a great place for smoke, smoke rings, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there are a lot of folks who think like this, uh, the tobacco that they're smoking uh later they'll call it pipe weed uh there's a lot of folks who are like tolkien is talking about marijuana tolkien was not talking about marijuana but the way (laughs) no he was not but the way that gandalf interacts with this pipe weed is like total stoner (laughs) like yeah i'm gonna blow some sweet smoke rings bruh (laughs) let's get blitzed (laughs) let's blaze out oh my word Um, i don't do drugs i also did 
No. Uh, just before we move on, I also did really love, um, again, just kind of the like dismissiveness of Bayorn when they were like, Orin and Dory at your service. He's like, eh. <laughs> when I want your help, I'll ask for it. And like, right, just get back as to the story. Kept, <laughs> yeah. As pe- people kept, or the dwarves kept coming in, he's like, I don't need your service. <laughs> like, just shut up. Your name is enough. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought that was. I mean, their name is too much, really. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's it's just another mouth to feed. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, as a, as a parent of young children at one point, your kids are telling you a story and you just want to get to the end of it. Mm -hmm. And the other Mm -hmm. kid comes along and has their own story that they want to tell. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Just finish this story so I can get on with my life. Uh, Yeah. And maybe that's what Bayorn is feeling in this situation. Like, come on. Right. Um, <laughs> this, this should have been done on already. Like, <laughs> yeah. But as we've learned about Gandalf, he doesn't mind highlighting his cleverness multiple right. times. So, right. and then by the end, Bayorn is like, yeah, it's a pretty good story. I like it. <laughs> good story. It was a good but, story, but I needed to make sure it was true and also wanted to kill a goblin. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that. He just kind of disappears and uh then comes back and he's in a good mood yeah so murder makes him happy so that's concerning (laughs) yeah but it's good because he's their friend as long as he returns their ponies it is good to have him as exactly yeah it's good that he is now friend not foe for them but um yeah i mean that's like that's like the whole chapter (laughs) but it's pretty close i mean there's more to more to talk about i'm sure but uh, there's a couple things that I want to make sure that we highlight is the, the shift in the way that Gandalf is talking to Bilbo about the dwarves. And so towards the end of the chapter, uh, uh, Bilbo says, do you really have to go though? Or mm. do we really have to go through? Yes, you do. Said the wizard. If you want to get to the other side, you must either go through or give up your quest. And I'm not going to allow you to back out now, Mr. Baggins. I'm ashamed of you for thinking of it. You have got to look after all these dwarves for me. And so Bilbo is kind of becoming like he saved them a couple of times. And so he's becoming more and more like the uh, Steve Harrington. uh, Yeah. Yeah. From Stranger Things. Yes. I was thinking (laughs) Steve Holt from Arrested Development. And I was like, he doesn't really do anything. Uh, (laughs) Steve Holt. So, uh, but then also on the, in a couple of passages or paragraphs down, uh, and so Bilbo again says, is there any way around? And Gandalf is talking about, you can go way North or you're way South. Uh, but before you could get round it in the South, you would get into the land of the necromancer. And even you Bilbo mm-hmm. won't need me to tell you tales of that black sorcerer. I don't advise you to go anywhere near the places overlooked by his dark tower. So the necromancer is where Gandalf is going. He's going oh. to deal like in the uh the larger uh history of this or not history, but the larger story. Gandalf and Radagast and the different the Council of the White, uh, they are going to try to deal with the necromancer. And the necromancer is probably probably Sauron. So he's kind of like creeping up 
like stirring okay. up trouble. So the ring is active. The spirit of the necromancer is active. And there's a darkness about that is to be dealt with. Dun, the game dun, is afoot. The game <laughs> is afoot. So, yeah. So that's the end of the chapter. Gandalf yeah, I like um, takes off and one more time says, "Don't leave the path." Yeah, I also, I also, you know, as he's saying, like, I hope Old Smog is not expecting you. Um, I love Thorin. Very comforting. You are to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, thanks for making everything really scary and then just leaving. So, yeah, thanks for bringing us all well this then. way out here and leaving us. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> But I mean, Gandalf is saying like all along is like, I've always told you this is your adventure, not my adventure. Like, but I'm just, he's the one that like tosses yeah, he, them. Yeah, he's the <laughs> like, one that had the map. He's the one that had the key. He's the one that told them that they need to go. He's the one that got Bilbo. Uh, so it's really like his party that he's throwing, but he didn't want to attend. Yeah. So, which is most parties that I am involved in. So please leave by nine. <laughs> I heard a, I heard somewhere that there's a German phrase that says, "I have I have been visited enough," <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell it oh, to people perfect. when you want them to leave your house. Uh, like I want that, I want it so bad. <laughs> I have I been have visited, been visited enough. enough. That's kind of like Bayorn oh. too. And I feel like his vibe is very. Uh, this is enough of you. <laughs> Goodbye. We're good. Take my I'm ponies, writing that down because that is back. seriously so good. I have been visited enough. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh my word! I love the the way that the Germans have put together words into uh, yeah. There's just just so many good words they have. They really and are. That's the end of that. Anyway, it's <laughs> all she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can we what can we expect? Um, obviously, we know that by them having to be reminded multiple times to stay on the path that they are not going to stay on the path. And I'm assuming they're probably going to drink from the like dark river as well, or yeah. Creek or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Mirkwood is enchanted uh-huh. somehow where that enchantment comes from. Not really sure. So there are wood elves living in Mirkwood. And so like the way that, Rivendell, where Elrond is from, was mm-hmm. enchanted and like you you had to know how to get into it. Like yeah. so there's some people who say like maybe there's this enchantment around Mirkwood is to protect the wood out wood elves and it's their enchantment. But then there's also just a darkness. So like why would they want all these spiders here? So is it the spiders? Is there is it the necromancers enchantment over Mirkwood? What is happening in this wood? And so the the river and the waters in Mirkwood have a a kind of hallucinogenic effect that they that's why I was like, don't drink that. It'll make you real crazy. Okay. Um, and so the combination of real crazy water uh, and then elves. Real big spiders. Yeah, real big spiders and then elves around. And they like are in the woods for a long time. Like it takes a long time to try to get through the wood. And uh, and so they are starving and they lose, they, again, they like lose everything as always. How? What? They're just terrible, uh, at holding on to stuff. Um, and so the, these different, <laughs> just hold it. 
it's not hard. <laughs> like in uh, Thirty Rock, when when Jack is learning to act, he's like, "What do I do with my hands? <laughs> I'll hold two mugs. That's that's natural." <laughs> uh, yeah. Come so in. there, yeah. There's a whole, um, yeah. There's a lot of things that tempt them to leave the path, but then it's also super dark, and so they're like, "We don't know where the sun is." Like when they leave the path, it's like. We don't know which way we're going anymore because they can't see the sun. So yeah, it's a, it's an intense, uh, intense situation. They find themselves in next week on the Hobbit from 1937. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, fears, trepidations, coffee, tea, Sega, whatever you got, you can email us hobbitforming at gmail.com. Uh, or you can follow us on social media, on Instagram, particular, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Threads. Uh, Hobbit Forming Pod is our handle. You can follow Heather and I. And if you're watching on YouTube, I put a little, I made a little background or overlay thing with our our handles that should show up down here. Maybe uh, you can try that if you want to follow us directly. Um. If you if you want to like and review this, that would be surprised, but that would be nice. And uh, <laughs> tell people. So I stole that joke. Perfect. I stole that joke from Mitch Hedberg, who oh. afterwards was like, uh, after the show, if you want to talk to me, I'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so funny. So yeah, so that's everything, right, Heather? I I mean, and, and, and I, I think, think we, so. that's all the loose ends. So yeah, yeah. All right. I well, like I truly did enjoy this chapter. I mean, again, I laughed multiple times and thought it was really great. I didn't even have to listen to it. I just read it and like I actually like got it <laughs> instead good. of yeah. yeah, yeah. I did but. actually end up. I listened to this because the circus version on Audible was for sale for four dollars. Wow. So I bought it. So now I have two audible versions of The Hobbit. <laughs> but don't tell anybody. Uh, so, yeah. Kathy doesn't listen to this, right? So. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> Why would she bother? So, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I listened to it and then I read it again today because I was like, I want to take some notes. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's everything. Heather, good morning. Jason, good morning. 